Welcome to Woke and Cultured. I'm your host, Terry Fallmans, and I am joined with a co-host today, Christopher. What's poppin'? So today, my topic that I'll be talking about is white privilege in society norms. So, Chris. <laughs> that is me. As a Hispanic person, mm-hmm. we're going to dive into just like my my perspective of things like being black and like mm-hmm. growing up and dealing seeing white privilege firsthand and the society norms that society has placed on things and we'll just be getting into like further like um discussing exactly what white privilege mean and like what are these society norms within the culture and within our cultures and stuff like that so what is white privilege Exactly. So, do you want the dictionary terms? Do you want my definition? Because I have I mean, both of them. I, I can <laughs> I can prepare, girl. I did too. So, so, let's start off with this. I'll I'll get your definition, but I'm gonna read to you what they say white privilege is. Mm-hmm. It says white privilege refers to the societal privilege that benefits white people over non-white people in some societies. Particularly if they are otherwise under the um, the same social, mm-hmm. political, or economical circumstances. So, basically, when I read that, when I heard that, what I got from that was basically the the golden ticket, the pass that the white people get, whereas the non-white people they do not have. So. And just in better words and better terms of it all, it's just basically the the slap that what I get from it is the slap on the wrist that only and exclusively white people can get that non-white people cannot get. And that goes for everything. You know, say the judicial and all that mess, but that goes further deep down just to small, small things like, I don't know, getting a bag of chips. <laughs> yeah, because like what I, I picked up from it was like, um, for example... If we are in the same neighborhood Mm -hmm. and this neighborhood is so-called impoverished and it's just not a good neighborhood. If you're white, what I picked up from it is if you're white, it's going to be different from you if you're of a minority Mm -hmm. standpoint. So if you're white, the cops ain't going to stop you as much or even bother you really at all but if you're black or if you're a a minority Mm -hmm. they're gonna you're gonna get picked on you're gonna get stopped because that's what white privilege is they have the privilege to just flow through life and not really have to look over their shoulder not really have to wonder where their next meal is gonna Mm -hmm. come from or just everything like that and not saying that every white person uh, like don't experience Correct. struggle and everything like that. Yeah, they all experience like some of them experience struggle and everything like that. But it just like it doesn't matter. Like your their skin color is their easy pass through life. Yeah, they will never experience to the fullest extent what minorities mm-hmm. experience, and they will never have to fully feel like they're fearful of their life because. At the end of the day, they're backed by their skin color. Exactly. So now going into the next thing, far as what does like what is society norms? You see, and then I got I got two of them too, but I decided just to go with just what I picked up with, just from like word of mouth and stuff like that. 
And so I just put that like the rules and regulations to which the government has not put in place, but I put instilled into a group of people, a society, which then because it is instilled into those people individually and as a group, then it could further evolve according to those group of people. So I put like, for for an example, how it's a societal norm for people to like, um, like wear the mask, stuff like that. Like, of course it is, at first they said, oh, do not wear it. It's like, do not wear it, don't do this on a third. But the people took it upon themselves, like, you know what, I'm going to wear, I'm going to da da da. So now it's a societal norm for somebody to be like, here's a mask, like, and then people just like pick it up. So I just think it's very much just what is instilled from the government and from that it's what the society as a platform does with that information and how they evolve from every day-to-day practices. Yeah, because like how I see society norms is just like basically... Because, like, society norms change over time. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it changes as we grow as human race, as we grow as people, and everything like that. But what I specifically want to hit on, and like, I want to hit on society norms generally. But what I was to specifically want to hit on is society norms within our culture. Mm-hmm. Within the things that are placed up, that people place upon our culture. And that we, as, me as a black person... M- as my community placed upon themselves and as you as Hispanic, as mm-hmm. your community placed upon themselves and just things of that nature and stuff like that. Do you think that, um, that it's good to place society norms on like within your culture? I feel like, or do you think like better yet? How can I like, I could say like, do you think, um, basically do you think there's some good society norms or like, I guess if you, like, really, really, like, dig, dig deep, deep into it, like, obviously, like, everybody's going to be generalizing everything. So, technically, not everything is bad, which is true. But I feel like just as a general sense of y'all talking about, I feel like, um, especially when it comes to um, racial cultures and stuff like that, and, like, heritage and stuff like that, I feel like for the general part, that goes hand in hand with stereotyping. And so I feel like because of that, that's why I just feel like it's just like not a good thing because yeah, you can have um, some people might see as uh, like I've had like I've um, some people say before like oh um, uh, like black men like strong and they're um, um, they're like holding like their families and that 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 but I'm just like but that's also bad because now that's holding black men to a higher standard which is then causing a more trauma and then another societal norm another um stereotype is that um um especially black men um are and latino men as well are very machismo so they tend to be like all oh emotions oh not a dude everything is brute strength and so they're not worrying about what's going to happen in the long run and i feel like that i think that's i think that's a big one like uh, a society norm that's placed upon men in general Mm -hmm. is that like you can't be you can't have your emotions like you mm-hmm. can't show your emotions you have to be like kind of like in a sense cold-hearted and you can't show that because if you do show emotions you're you're weak mm-hmm. you're less of you're you're quote-unquote a female and everything like that and it's just like i just i don't agree with that mm-hmm. and i'm like there's a lot of society norms mm-hmm. that i don't agree with and this podcast ain't gonna be long enough to get to all of them. <laughs> but there's definitely like a lot of society norms that I don't agree with because it's just like it messes 
I feel like it messes with the person's growth mm-hmm. and try and it messes with the person like their psyche yeah, like just and mentally just like them being able to fully want to go out there and experience mm-hmm. different things and I hate hearing like me specifically I hate hearing like oh you know like oh why are you doing that that's for white people yeah why why are you doing that that's like mm-hmm. you're just trying to be like that group of people and stuff like that like it's nothing wrong with a person wanting to digress outside of their race and see different things and explore different things and just like things that they wouldn't be able to personally explore Mm -hmm. within their own community it's just like how can you expect a person to experience certain Mm -hmm. things if you want to keep them trapped only within the community Mm -hmm. and it's like i get it you know over time people just want to stay with their 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 group of people and that's how it used to be but i just feel like as time is progressing, as, you know, the years are going by and just, like, we're making progression within the world. But I just feel like not at a fast enough pace. But I just feel like the progression that we are making, it's time for people to want to go out there and want to explore these different things mm-hmm. and want to educate themselves on different cultures and just bring light to different things and stuff like that. But society norms are, for me personally, I feel like something that we have to break within our own communities mm-hmm. before we can really start wanting to make major changes because people don't realize like it's like we're making these major changes but we're still broken within ourselves mm-hmm. and that's just like a big 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 thing but um in light of everything that's going on <laughs> we're not going to talk about like a whole whole lot about this topic because I do want to like like dedicate a whole episode to this topic, which is the the George the George Floyd, mm-hmm. and that is <laughs> that is a major issue. That is a major a major thing that's going on, and <clears throat> and that is just something that like I feel like. It's a very sensitive topic, and it's not only because it's him. Mm-hmm. It's because there's so much pain involving behind it. Yes, and it's it's just so much pain that goes along with mm-hmm. it. So, I've seen the video. I've seen the footage. Did you watch you the have. whole thing? I, me personally, I didn't because Same. it was just for me. It was too much. It, yeah, because they said it was like what, like eight to nine minutes. Honestly, I, I could barely even watch seven minutes because when he started, like whenever he started saying like, "Stop, I can't breathe," like I was, like, I can, I can't. I was like, for anybody who's watched Orange is the New Black, I'm surprised somebody said this. Anybody who watched Orange is the New Black, it's literally like Pusey's death. Like I don't want to compare his death to like something that was commercialized, something that was like on TV, da, da, da. but very much it was the same thing. It was very much cop on him um like left knee on his back right knee on his throat like on his neck and then literally just stop i can't breathe shut up stop i can't breathe i'm gonna die yo stop next thing you know he quiet why is he quiet because he's dead and it's the same and thing then oh, supposedly i guess there was footage released of like like a little bit before like when they went i guess they were in the squad car mm-hmm. and then like they were fighting him in the squad car and like the, i don't know that's why i said i want to like talk about that more like the whole whole situation more when kind of like a lot more stuff gets released and then you get to see like hopefully all of the officers are arrested and mm-hmm. charged with something because it was just it's just really ridiculous but 
George Floyd, this whole situation is just really ridiculous. And I, my condolences to the family mm-hmm. and anyone that was affected in this situation because this is just really ridiculous. And my thing that I really want to want to touch on and say is just that when you go on your social medias, you really see your allies. Uh-huh. And your enemies. And yes, exactly. Your enemies because... People have a lot to say, but the thing that gets me upset is that if you are not black Period. or a minority, it's it's just more so if you're not black, it's just like, how can you comment mm-hmm. on something that you don't deal with on a daily or something that, like, you can't comment certain things. You, you can't put your two cents on something you yes, know nothing about. Sometimes I feel like if you want to be an ally, your best thing to do is just stand mm-hmm, with us mm-hmm. and not speak sometimes. And, but Or when you do speak, make sure you know what you're saying because mm-hmm. it's just like, <clears throat> just like how when you console a person, you want to empathize with them if you haven't gone through the situation. You don't want to sit over here and just blatant out say, you know, like, I know how this feels. Because you, you don't. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, if you haven't gone through something of this stature, then it's just like, don't speak. It's just like, I'm tired of seeing people say, you know, oh, like, you, like, it's, you, this is wrong to be looting and doing all of this and stuff like that. I get it. I'm not saying it's right. But you know what? It's wrong to continue to take black people's lives. Mm -hmm. It's wrong to continue to take the young youth and the older generation. It's wrong to keep killing fathers. And now if he had children, his kids won't have them. It's it's wrong to keep doing these things. It's wrong to keep targeting us and hunting us like we're some type of prey like we're some type of prey and like this is a game yeah so it's just like it that's just whole situation is just like to me just frustrating and wrong and blatantly i'm with my people i am tired of it like i'm not gonna go out there and ride and everything like that i'm gonna release my frustration in other ways and be able to use this podcast to speak on like a lot of different topics mm-hmm. and bring lights to a lot of different things and everything like that and talk about a lot of convert controversial things and have people that have other views than minds on here so we can come to a common ground mm-hmm. and come to commonality and try to understand each other because that's that's what that's what I feel like I'm about as a person. Like I wanna understand why another person thinks like this. I wanna understand why another person feels like this. But this whole George Floyd thing is just really ridiculous. And people are looting and burning places as a sign of we are fed up and we are tired. And it's not only people are just like, this is not even about him no more. You know what? This is not only just about Mm -hmm. him. This is about everything that happened before him as well. This is about the Tatiana Browns. This is about everything Mm -hmm. that came before him as well. This is not just only about him. This is not just only. This is all of our pent up anger and aggression towards everything everything this is just our f you to everyone like this we this has to stop like this cannot mm-hmm. continue we cannot continue to just watch you guys do what you want and police be above the law and they just oh yeah you're fired or you're on yep. administration leave and da da like no it's and it's not all police that are bad but at the same time it's just like that whole blue cold to the shield thing, whatever it is, it's just like that is a bunch of bull crap, and people need to stop it. Like, they are not above the law. Ain't nobody above the law. And it's just like 
to sit here and feel like to be fearful to walk outside your house or to be fearful to be stopped mm-hmm. by a cop or be fearful to talk to a cop or be able to feel like you can go to one it just it just baffles me because it's just like I, like it's just really like I don't know what this world is gonna come to within the next couple of years exactly and to have the president that we have it doesn't make it any better and this is why it's so important to vote and this is why it's not only just so important to vote within the presidential race but oh, it's yeah. very important to vote in in your counties mm-hmm. in, in your state because the governor's office mm-hmm. needs to be changed everything of those things needs to be changed and people need to understand not every republican is bad and that is one thing some of them have decent views but it's like it's the bad ones that it's just yeah. like you're close to everything yeah and it's the same way with democrats not mm-hmm. every democrat is good some of them don't have our best views at heart and it's just like people just need to people need to well, i feel like people need to stop doing we need to as a community we need to stop and this is for every minority not only for the black people it's for every single minority we need to stop taking the bone we and what i mean by that is we need to stop when they give us something relatively what we feel is good a lot of us back off mm-hmm. and those of us that are about this fight and really, really hustling for this fight and for the change to happen, we keep going. But it's not enough of us to make a change, to make that effect happen. So it's just like, I don't care if this cop gets convicted of life in prison or whatever they want to convict him of or death row, whatever the case they can give him. I don't care. That is still not enough. Mm-hmm. That To me, that is still not enough. I want change within the freaking counties. I want change within the government. I want change all throughout. And I get it. I get it. I get it. It doesn't happen overnight. But at the end of the day, we need to keep pushing as hard as we're pushing now. We need to keep pushing and keep taking that fight there and keep letting our voices be heard. Because what people feel over that is we are the people and the people word is it's law. Yep. The people were we control everything. And that's what people feel and realize is I get it. The government is like in some cases against us and everything like that. But it's like at the same time, it's because we do not exercise our rights mm-hmm. in the right way. We do not exercise the right to do the things that it's said in a constitution that we are able to do. People just wanna half do things or just be behind things, but then once like I said, we're given that bone. They want to fall back. Like, okay, well, they gave us this. We should be con- we should be content with this. No, it's not about being content. It's about keep pushing, keep mm-hmm. fighting, and keep spreading the message and spreading the word. But at the end of the day, it is true. We do need more people that don't look like us to fight with us. And for those people that are fighting with us that don't look like us, I commend you guys so much because it's just like you guys are helping our message be heard. Because people are looking at you and asking why you're fighting with us. Those racist people, those people that don't understand, those people that are just like, they're just thugs. They are looking at you guys and just being like, well, you look like me, but why are you fighting Mm -hmm. for them? And it's just like, because at the end of the day, we are all human. We are all one race. There's no, I, I bleed the same blood as everybody else. So it's just like... I, me personally, I just don't get certain things like that. But, like, it's just, this whole thing is really sad about the whole George Floyd thing. And it, this, is, this is just, like, it, this, this needs to stop. 
I feel like just in general, this was just like the tip of the iceberg. Like this yeah. was what pushed everybody over. Like you said before, um, you said it was a Tatiana Brown, it's the Kanika Jenkins, it's the Sandra Bland, it's the Trayvon Martin, mm-hmm. just everything. And just everything it was the Flannery Castile, um, is the Alton Sterling. I'm just like, there's just so many people and like, and people are saying, oh, why now? It's not a matter of why now. This has always been happening. People have always been doing this. Um, I was just like, and then what, what just, like I used to say, like, it just baffles me is that people really sit here and it's, it's always the person that's not included. That person has nothing to be, like, that this has nothing to do with that they always have the most to say. But it's like, don't put that energy into hate. Don't put the energy into just being a bystander. Put it into supporting because like you said before, if you're not for us, then you're our then you're against us, and that's just plain and simple. That's just it. Like if you don't like it, then and I, I hate. I just freaking hate it when a person tells me I like by them saying what they're saying. I feel like they're telling me that they're telling I, me how to feel. Yes, they're telling me how to feel. They're telling me I can't be angry, mm-hmm. and I'm just like I have every right to mm-hmm. show my anger in the way I want to show it. If people are people are constantly keep dying and it's a pattern, it just keeps happening, happening. I should be able to say what the hell I want to mm-hmm. say and do and and react the way I want to react because it's just like you guys keep doing it. You guys keep doing it, so it's just like what is the point? It's just like literally, what is the point? This this country was built off of immigrants, like this country was built off of black people and minorities, and it's just like I I don't understand, like I I just don't understand the view of a white person when they look, when they look at us and they fear us, and it's just like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't get how. You think just because your skin color is so much lighter than mine, it's like that gives you this ultimate privilege of you thinking you're so much better. And it's just like, it, it's just, it just baffles me. Like this, this whole like thing just like really, really baffles me. And it's just like the white privilege is all around us. The white privilege is around us with the case of the Central Five, the, the Central Park Five, like just that, that whole mm-hmm. thing. Like that just shows you like, these are real stories. And I really don't think people grasp mm-hmm. that sometimes. Like, they just like, oh, these are, like, they good used to books. TV. Like, yeah, 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 like, why, that's books. crazy. But movies. But I'm like, these are real mm-hmm. stories about real people, about real things that happen to these people. And it's just, like, how do you not grasp mm-hmm. this? That's why I'm just, like, even in schools, I feel like enough history isn't taught about history and about i understand black history and about the culture and just within a general generalized thing mm-hmm. of america <clears throat> and it's just like it's just it's just really crazy and that's just that leads me into another topic like is there like basically does white privilege live within the school system oh miss thing <laughs> oh do it <laughs> because i feel like you see that and Basically, we ask, we are asking these questions and all this other stuff just just it's for y'all because I just feel like we already know the we already know these answers we already know everything and the backgrounds everything. Do you think that white privilege isn't alive and well in our education systems? You don't need to comment below. You know, let me know because even no matter what you say, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Th- that's for a damn fact. That is, and the sad part is, I feel like with this. Ba- basically like what people are saying is like a lot of like racial revolution and just people are just like like enough is enough i feel like now it's gonna be even 
well of course because you know quarantine it out but i feel like but just it's gonna be even more it it, sh it should go down in the books and i feel like white privilege is very alive and well in education system because i'm just like just like what you said for just social studies i'll leave it at that it's self-explanatory it's just like people especially white people like just if as now and in the past had the privilege to be able to rape to pillage to kill to they get discover to do all this other stuff to to take to loot yes i said i'm saying it again to loot this place for what it was from the native americans and they have so much power they were to do that to write it in history and to rewrite it to be able to be like i don't kill all these people but what i'm gonna write down is I saved them. I discovered them. We traded yeah, lived a happy, and like, we lived a happy ending. It's like it's so crazy to me because I'm just like the Native Americans still haven't gotten back what they're owed. They they really have been just like the Dakota Pipeline something like that, isn't it? Now the Trump is supposed to be um doing something more to it now because when he first became president, he was trying to tear that shit down and, and take it away from them. And I'm just like, how do you have that power? How do you have the power to be like, well? The, First of all, it's not even your land, sweetie. Like I'm just like. And this is what I'm. This is what I mean. Like, us as minorities, we need to not only fight for our own community, but we need to fight together as minorities. You like all of us are letting the white privilege or the people in power put us against each mm -hmm. other, and it's like, oh, Mexicans don't like this type of Hispanic, or this type of Hispanic don't like blacks, and then blacks don't like the Cubans, and da 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 da, -da. And it's like, what y'all feel to realize is we are all minorities. Mm -hmm. and we are a team. we are giving them what they want. The more we are against each other, the less the attention is on them, yep. and the less power we have, only because... They are all together. They are still strong. They are not fighting each other. Mm -hmm. And it's like I I don't get I don't I don't get why us as minorities we don't stand together. It's like you guys listen to all of those social norms and listen to all of those things that people place upon our cultures, the bad ones, and you be like, oh yeah, they are all like that. They are all like that. They're all no, they're not. Like, every white person's mm -hmm. not bad. Mm -hmm. Every black person's not a thug. Every Hispanic person is not what they say they are. Like, it's just like, it goes, the list goes on and on and on. And it's just like, you know, people need to open up their eyes and educate themselves. If the school systems aren't going to educate you, you should want to take that into your own hands to educate yourself. You should want to take that into your own hands to want to learn about different cultures, mm -hmm. want to learn more and it's like that's where it's gonna start it's gonna start with education education is so important and that's where that's that's where we that's where we would have the most most power and it's just like do i do i feel like there's white privilege in the school systems i definitely do i went to a predominantly hispanic high school mm -hmm. but i also went to a trade school so it was like out for the first half of the day, I would either go to the trade school or I would go to the high school, whatever the case may be. So it was like just half a day in the high school, half a day at the trade school. And this specific trade school was in a basically predominantly white district. Mm -hmm. And I experienced so much racism, so much prejudice, so much just attacks against me specifically that is not even funny throughout my three years of being at that school and I fought through every last one every last one and you know 
<laughs> my teacher, we had to educate him. I won't say his name. <laughs> <laughs> say their name. Say their name. <laughs> I won't say his name. I won't put him on blast. But we had to educate him on why was it important to specifically say Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And it was because at that time, that's what the thing was about. Because black people were dying. Because, you know, he was one of those people that's like, but all lives matter. And I'm just like, yes, all lives do matter. We're not saying all mm-hmm. lives don't matter. But right now, who's dying? Black lives. Black lives matter. Because all lives did not matter until black lives matter. Let me just say that. <laughs> and it's just like, it, it's it's so crazy to just experience what I experienced. You know, what's funny to me is how they put in place bullying. How they, no bullying policy and, you know, mm-hmm. no one should be bullied. So, Speaking of, I, I know exactly where you're going. I, Go ahead. You Go know, ahead. Exactly. exactly where you're going. I'm not the type to ever get bullied. Look, I'm 5'6". I ain't got that much height on me. <laughs> but I can fight. And I can knock a person down if I need to. I don't care how tall, how big, how anything. I don't care how hood, how gangster, how whatever you are. You test me, I'll test you back. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, I ain't no thug or anything like that. But I gotta hold my own. So, you know, bullying is a no tolerance policy, whatever, not like this. You know, you know, basically kind of what bullying one strike, you're kind of out. Like, you know, whatever, not like that. So it's just so funny to me because technically you could say I got bullied in this one instance. You can use that word because, you know, I don't necessarily like to use the N-word. I don't like the word. I don't think it's cool to use it. I don't think it's classy to use it. I don't I don't care to use it. I just don't think it's appropriate mm-hmm. even within a black community to use it. Anything like that. I, but I tell people, if any race... If you use it, please just, if you're my friend, don't use it around me or in my presence, you know, stuff like that. Just respect that about me in the same way to you. If you don't like something, I'll respect that about you. This specific person used it and then I let him know that, hey, don't say that around me because we ha- we're in a locker room. I was like, don't say that around me because I don't like that. And it just, you're white. So that's another thing. But I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and tell you, just respectfully mm-hmm. tell you not to use it before things go sideways. And, you know, his friends edges him on. And he's like a slinky white little boy that I know I can take. Like, he's taller, he's taller than me, but he's slinky. I'm just like, you don't look like you've been in a fight in your life. And, and I know my anger. I know myself. And I'm like, I know I can take you and I, I could destroy you, but I'm going <laughs> to keep my composure and not go that route. So he continues to, his friends at Jamal, he continues to use it. And that's when we have problems. That's when we have problems. I told you nicely the first time and I ain't going to tell you mm-hmm. nicely again the second or third time. I, you know... Was ready to fight, got in his face, promised him some promises. I wouldn't say threatened because I promised people what they go out, what I'm gonna do, and I promised him some promises, and it was went there from there. And we ain't gonna talk about certain parts of the story yeah. because this is a long story. Mm-hmm. But long story short, we go to the principal's office or whatever the case may be and stuff like that the next day and everything like this. And basically, within that office, the principal asked me. So basically, what would you like me to do, Tyreef? 
what would you like me to do? And I was like, you ain't going to do nothing about the situation. So that's the funny part. But I was just, and then he was just like, so what do you want me to do? Like, he's a good, like, he basically told me he's a good student. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to give him in-school in suspension. You're not going to do nothing to him because technically he's bullying me. Mm-hmm. Technically that's bullying. But he, but nothing. See, that's where you weren't wrong already. You're, 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 you're saying, but. And I'm just like, okay, this is what I, this is the white privilege mm-hmm. because his skin is white. Yeah, started. His skin is white. I don't care of a damn of a thing in the world. He should have got some type of re- repercussions and some type of in trouble. Because I told him, once you let this boy go back to that classroom mm-hmm. without any actions being taken against him, they're gonna edge him on more, and that situation is gonna escalate. And he was like, "What would you like me to do?" And I was like, "Do something." But I was like, "If you don't do nothing, I just want you to know. If he continues this, trust and believe. Next time it won't go as well." What happened? Like it did. And I'm telling you this firsthand. And he, oh, but then things are gonna. I don't care if things escalate mm-hmm. to that point. Just know if he continues his actions the way he wants to continue them, because you don't want to. Sit over here and be fair. Then I'm going to take matters into my own hands. And I'm going to give him a lesson. Because at the end of the day. If you want to sit over here and coddle a person. And let them slide by. And everything like this. Because of their skin color. Mm -hmm. Or whatever the case may be. Then guess what. I can't go to you. I know I can't go to you. And I know I can't go to this teacher. And I know I can't go to this teacher. Because all y'all going to do is say. Oh like it's nothing. It's just a word. or he, But he shouldn't be using it. But he's a good student. Alright. I'm a it. good student as well. But I will surely be his mm-hmm. ass if I have to. <laughs> and it's just that simple. So yeah that one like that. He Nothing happened to him. And <laughs> I just found this so funny. And I just continued to curse out teachers. Because that's what I had to do. Cause, and just educate them. Because I was just like, you know, the privilege is so strong. Especially because this, the, the school that, this trade school that we went to was had a lot of mm-hmm. white people. So. And for the people who can't basically see the lesson, the moral of the story, all that, is the fact that because of what happened, had like Terry said before, it was the matter of like, oh, um, we are... No anti-bullying. We don't do none of that. We ain't gonna tolerate none of that. Literally, we had people in that school, and I am not kidding. We had people in that school, not even full-on verbal harassment. It's like, oh well, like bare. I'm talking about barely slut shame. I'm talking about like, oh yeah, you know about her. Yeah, she be getting around, and they switch classes. They act like this did not exist, and they're all this. But for that. Thing that he that racism what he experienced and what he and he went out of his way he took what is always 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 they're always a, the responsibility of the black people is always to be like be the bigger person and which i which i like i was telling type of i was just like that is just sickening in its own because i'm just like because why is it that you guys always have to be the bigger person but then everybody else gets to walk away slap on the wrist you know what you did fine where's your 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 you did fine i was just like he was not given the you know what i'm gonna make sure and i'm not nothing nothing happened it was the what would you like me to do it's the lack of enthusiasm the lack of interest the lack of care the lack of compassion that just threw us that threw him overboard because the fact that like you want to do the whole nine yards and you want to 
you want to you want to slaughter all these people da, 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 just because of oh, this person getting slushing oh yeah she which i'm not saying slushing means not i'm not saying oh that's listen but you know what i'm saying is you want to do all this for that but when it comes to this white boy screaming the n-word oh you're dead and it's just the word it's just the word and egg him on egg him on egg him on like you said before if you can't see the bad in that that's just bullying in its own mm-hmm. so i'm just like so where is that energy then sweetie i'm like this is why you should have lost your job if terry would have had you know t- took the round and did a little, little roundhouse kick then i would have turned it away because that's what you deserve and so I'm just like, that's just what, that's what, that's what needs to be heard here. It's the fact that they're instilling all of these school educational norms, you know, all these rules and regulations, but they're picking and choosing at which, what they want to do. They want to allow certain things that are bigger, like racism and racist comments slide, but the little tiny things like little, oh, you suck, you ugly, oh, we're gonna, I'm gonna meet you after school, da 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 da. They want to take down, roll with a call the police, do all this other stuff. It's like, keep that same energy. And I, let's just say that year was not a pretty year because yeah. a lot of stuff went down the year, and that's just one example. Yeah. And the, yeah, because I have experiences from all three years 11th, 10th, 11th, and 12th. But <laughs> and not even to mention, which on behalf of Terry, we said we not name him. So not even to mention that another similar thing like that happened, and he almost you know exposed himself as you know a little little Trump supporter, a little 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 man that's a little bit colorist, which that's a different conversation. We want to have it. And I'm just like we we our, our other good old friend, she, she had her own little one on one with him too, and I'm just like. What's the common denominator here? Everybody has their issues with you, and it's always relying to race. So if it's not dumb, then who is this, sweetie? That's you, baby. And I, I, I need you to know that. And I'm just like, um, this is just getting really tiring because I'm like, if you can't be safe, if your kids can't be safe in school, mm-hmm. then where are they gonna be safe at? The only safe place is at home. But even then, it, it all depends on your community and your neighborhood and where you live. It because even that. That's a scary place because even like for me, um, and I, you know, I moved a little bit here and there when I was growing up, blah, 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 but I'm just like for a lot, I had, you know, different shades and, and skin color, like at least in my neighborhood, I've had some Hispanics and a little chicken of white people and a little chicken of black people just had you know, the whole everything. And so I'm just like, so I was able to have diversity, which is good, but I'm just like, it could have been a whole lot of differentness if it would have been like, say for instance, like type of race and just like an all white community. You could have easily seen how that could have gone down there be like, oh, well, well, my friend said this or my mom said this and you, your mom will get you whack. That's what your mom would do. I'm just like, so that that's just not, it's not, it's just not it. And I'm just like, I'm just, when bad comes to worse and when all this stuff happens, I just need you guys to know one thing. And that one thing is just be educated. I could say be respectful, be loving, but that all falls in line with education. That's why I feel like school is it. Knowledge is power. You need to be educated because... They're only going to teach you what they want to teach you in history. And when you talk to the teachers or whatever, they're going to be like, oh, well, technically this happened and this happened and this happened. Why are they teaching you? This is why you got to go out of your way to educate yourself mm-hmm. and then therefore educate your family. Because, you know, they say you can't teach your old dog new tricks. But I'm just like, but that's necessarily true because that is just further excusing their policies, excusing their mm-hmm. their supposed reasonings and their practices. So I just feel like if you're one of those people, you're like, oh, well, well, my nana, my 89-year-old nana, she, you know, she's from, like, the 
the 80, well, you know, I can do this math right now, but she's from like the 30s, the 40s or whatever. And, um, she you knows she's not very, she has old fashioned, nah, that's bull. I don't want to hear that. Cause what you're saying is I love her. I'm excusing her racism. I'm excusing her racism. Mm -hmm. No, you you can, you don't do that because she's going to grow up and never learn that. And I was thinking if she doesn't, then guess what? You got to teach her something then because you can't excuse that because in the same way, if she does something, if you'd be like, ew, no disgusting. And you try to do something, and she's gonna be like, "Why are you treating me this way?" I'm sorry, us millennials, you know, we got we got a new, a new way of doing things, and it's gonna be mad at her, and ain't it gonna be? So I'm just like, so it's it just don't make no sense. So Chris, my question for you is: Have you ever personally experienced white privilege or seen white privilege? I personally have witnessed white privilege both in just in like neighborhood environments and educational environments and work environments, especially because. You know what? For instance, we could bring up my job, my work. So there was, uh, I used to work at um, uh, a Mexican restaurant. So obviously it was like a lot of like Hispanics and Latino people and da, 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 that was working there. And there would be like a couple of like white people there. Well, I thought you was going to talk about the movie chair again. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, we're not talking about that, girl. <laughs> well, well, you know what? You know what? We can. Let's talk about that. Okay. So I used to work at a movie theater. <laughs> you know, like the movie theater. <laughs> so we used to work at a movie theater, and so um, there were many experiences of white privilege that we like that we saw, whatever. But I'm just gonna pick one of them, and that oh, I'm gonna say his name. And so, <laughs> and so we had a supervisor. Um, <laughs> you see, I almost said his name again. <laughs> we had a supervisor, and you know. If you could just think of, like, trailer trash, like, flammy, like, smoking, like, very much. Like, very that. Like, very that. That's just, like, the vibe she's giving off. And there was um this girl. Uh, she is my friend. I'm going to call her A for now. Um, A was, she's um mixed, but she is, she's half black and half white. So she, uh, and she was, like, of darker skin complexion for that. So she was, like, oh, I have the, I can say the inner because I don't, I'm like, okay whatever boom so you know they were talking they're going back and forth just blah blah blah, blah kicking or whatever and then a said the n-word and then and then all of a sudden the supervisor because this is when i worked i was um tariff wasn't there no this is just like what i experienced and so uh he's he was like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. you can't say that we can't say that around here which then i was like in a way i was like you know what it's work so you know don't be a professional don't say that word but he wasn't saying it like that. What he was saying is, no, you can't say the N-word. The N was the bad word. And then I'm just like, wait a minute, what's going on? Like, I smelt it in the air. So I was like, wait, what? 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 And so what's going on? A was telling me what happened. Da, da, da. She was like, nah, because this and, you know, the N-word. And, and then he was like, well, she's going to say the N-word. Why can't I say the N-word? And then when I say that he said the N-word, I'm not saying he said, quote, N-word, unquote. He said the n-word and i was like whoa 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 so like, you need to back that up real quick miss thing i was like you need to back that up and he was like well if she could say it, why can't i say it? i'm like first of all sweetie you're not black that that's one two she is and three i'm like you're white you that, that doesn't work that way like so short back and forth blah, blah, blah. the manager came along and he was like, oh what's the issue here um and he was like oh well she's over here saying proceed to say n-word and I don't like it because A is saying this, da 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 and then now Chris is telling me da 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 and then she started getting mad because she's like, no, you're not going to tell me what, and then, you know, just, and it goes on and goes, you would expect for the manager to be like, first of all, you should not be saying that word in this area, second of all, you saying that word is not cute, da -da -da. he proceeds to say, 
Well, I know growing up in Philly, manage, mind you, the manager is white. So he goes, oh, well, I grew up in, um, I think he said like South Philly or something like that. Was it Was it the chef? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was a little chef. Boo-boo. Okay. Yes, a little chef. Mm-hmm. So he was very much like, oh, well, I grew up in South Philly. So um, I grew, like, you know, that word is very much like used in like vernacular. And I'm just like, excuse me? And he's basically talking about his story. I'm like, I don't care about your story. I need you to do something. And then she was just like, she started, A, started like, you know, getting rowdy as expected. So she got a little bit, you know, a little hefty with her curse words like that. And then instead of just saying like, yo, you, you know, like, you don't got a curse up in here. Da, 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 he goes, why are you getting laughed for? Proceeds to try to get A written up for cursing and looks at the, ooh, I'm going to say it again. Um, <laughs> Looks at the supervisor and goes, well, I just don't want you to use that word in um, while at work. Don't use that word while at work. And I proceeded to step in. Whoa, 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 what are you talking about? What do you mean? He did, and I proceeded to explain what happened and why I was wrong. And he was just like, um, he was, oh, Chris, you're um, encouraging situation. You're, uh, I forgot the word has slipped my mind. But he was like, oh, oh you're instigating the situation. Da, da, da. He was like, I already spoke to him. I was like. You didn't speak to him. All you told him was that don't use that word at work. And I'm just like, I don't care. Nobody says that is a symbol of a replica, an image, an example of white privilege. Because I'm just like, how was he able to say the N-word? Mind you, he said the E-R and A, you know, that whole thing. He's trying to explain that, justify using that. And then he was able to get away with that and get rowdy as well with A, Whereas A was getting in trouble, I'm not sure if she did, but I'm pretty sure she did, get written up, and just all, she was punished, and she was penalized. Whereas he was just sitting there pretty, in his high-ranking stature that he is given because of his skin, and he was able to be like, you know what, here's a slap on the wrist, go on ahead. And that is only one example, one long example, as to one of the many, 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 many times that I've witnessed white privilege and just just from working there at that company alone, and I'm just like that place was disgusting, gutted, and horror. And I was just like, I, and I was like, I could I could gladly give you so many more examples, but I'm just like, it's it's too much. It honestly is too much. That job was very interesting. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure I could sit here, we could have a podcast for at least two hours long, just on that job alone. Tell you what about you? Okay, my turn. And your turn. Okay, my turn. <laughs> just. Like, I'm just like, I was like, no, ma'am, that was not cute. And not one bit that I enjoy working there at all. <sighs> but you know what? I have a question for you, Tariq. So, you know what? We're talking about uh, white privilege, all this stuff. What was one moment of white privilege that stuck with you the most that either you witnessed or you experienced that you were just like, Oh, it is alive and well, and it just made you just want to be like an obvious. But you know what? F white people. That's it. Um. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> um. I think just seeing them get away with everything. Just seeing. Yeah, just seeing them get away with just so much, just seeing them be able to, you know, if they kill someone, it's just like, 
Oh, they have mental mental issues. Oh That's my goodness! Get away with. Oh, they have mental. You know, he have a mental disability, or he's you know not all there in the head, or even just being told over and over that you know you need to lower your standards, you need to lower your dreams mm-hmm. because that's not realistic. You know, like, it's just like, it's so funny because if you go to like a good school and stuff, like that, they tell them, you know, reach for the stars and everything like mm-hmm. that. But it's like, if you grow up in minority, it's kind of like, no, you kind of need to go like, don't, don't do that. Like you, you, you need to stay within your community or you need like, you know, like us. Coming to California, they always told us, "No, that's not gonna happen. That's that, that's not that at all. You know, you guys, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna, you know, you guys need to find something closer. Mm-hmm. You need to apply to a school in Pennsylvania. You need to do do this and that." And I'm just like, you know, and look at us now. We're they in really sat here and said, "You're not gonna make it." They really, he really sat here, chef really sat here and said, "You, I'll see you guys working here in September. Don't worry about it." I said, excuse me. And then, mind you, mind you, little Mr. White Man, the, the, the supervisor, had chimed in and was like, yeah, bro, you're not going to make it in there. And I'm just like, first of all, you stink. Get away from me. And second of all, I'm just like, you don't know what I'm going to do. Because, mind you, he lives with his mom in the attic with his girlfriend at the time. That's a different conversation because his girlfriend was black and she excused all, all I you know, I, you know, I can't say I blame her, but I can I'm put something on her because I know for a fact he probably act worse out of work and she probably excused all that. But anyways, someone we're here to talk about. And at least for social norms, because we tend to dive a little bit off of that topic um what are a few social norms that you wish you could change in general like i think within my community mm-hmm. the whole thing like you need to be tough you need to be this that mm-hmm. third you need to show you need to not show any emotion everything like that i feel like for me that's a big one because or the, the whole stigma of, oh, you need to stop acting like that. That's white people. That's not. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, me personally, I don't believe in going to, like, counselors. <laughs> I don't feel like they help me specifically. But I feel like counselors do help certain people. I just feel like every counselor, psychiatrist that I've been to, they always all, like, said the same stuff. Just kind of like, you know, oh, you've been through a lot. Like, your life yeah. has been... And then it's just like, okay, so where do I go from here? How do I get out of this? How do I think this? And, you know, I can speak my whole life story, to be honest, in like an episode, a few episodes. But, you know, just suffering with anxiety and depression and not feeling like I'm enough is, is, I feel like, hard on me being black mm-hmm. because it's kind of like as a black person I feel like in a black community you shouldn't feel that way because it's not acceptable and if you do feel that way you will never get help mm-hmm. because they push it off they push mental health off they push health off period to be honest in a black community but mental health is just like non-existent in the black community. And I'm like, there is so much mental health within the black mm-hmm. community. And this, this goes back 
to slavery time of what our people had to witness and trauma does think yeah, you mentally like, as well it's like you know it people don't understand like those men having to see their wives be raped in front mm-hmm. of their faces and all of that stuff and just just all of that trauma it just like you know it, it it's just too much so it's just like black the black community to really understand like there is mental health issues within our community and we need to take that seriously we need to be able to open up we need to be able to be emotional if you're mm-hmm. a man it doesn't matter you you need to be able to release those emotions in some way shape or form you need somebody to talk to you need to feel and it's not good to not feel it's not good to just shove all your emotions deep down inside because trust me i have done that and i have I don't do it anymore. I regret shoving my emotions mm-hmm. to the side and feeling feeling nothing. Because when you feel nothing, you hurt people around you because you don't care. You don't care how anything comes out your mouth. You don't care about nobody else's feelings but yourself. So, what about you, Chris? <laughs> hmm. As far as in my community with the social norms, because I can't really say something. I'm not going to repeat something that you, like, had just said, because honestly, that was my thing in my community. The whole, like, my cheese smell, like, the, oh, I'm, I'm watering the bag of chips, not dealing with my emotions, da, da, da. But I feel like, for me personally, it's the matter of being humble and loyal, not just to other people, but to yourself. And that goes for relationships. That goes for whether platonic or romantic. That goes for um, just yourself in general. Because how it's always um, a stigma in subcultures of Latino communities. But just generally Latino communities. To be like, oh, these men are cheaters. Or these men are beaters. Or these men only care about themselves. Or these men are so egotistical. Or these men are just so, like... They're just so hurtful. Especially with with their words. Um, Because for me, I feel like... Words in Spanish are worse than words in English. They just come up with some other stuff that is just... That that joint is detrimental. But I'm just like... (laughs) But I'm like, honestly, this... Um, it, this also speaks to the heart too. Is like I just feel like men need to learn how to love themselves. You know what? That's what it is. It's the lack of love for themselves because I. This goes for my dad. This goes for um, my brother. Say their it, name. <laughs> I mean, they have the same name. <laughs> um, this goes for dumb. Um, and honestly, this is no shade because this all goes for women as well. But. I need my mom, I wish she could hear this, um, to just love herself so much more because I just feel like they allow the hate, they allow the comparison, they allow the commentary from other people, especially people outside of their culture that don't know nothing what they're going through in general to dictate their lives, to make them crumble, to deteriorate them, to deconstruct them and look at them decomposing. And I'm just like, that's not healthy for any of you guys. And for you to want to get into a relationship, for you to want to commit to something, for you to want to start something, you cannot do that unless you love yourself. Because if you don't got love for yourself, then you don't got no care for yourself. So that means when you fall, you're going to let yourself fall and break up bones and stay on the floor. That means when you don't succeed... But you just remember that not everything is just, like, 
peaches and cream and butterflies and rainbows that you have to remember that that's okay not to feel like that and that you constantly getting these reminders of oh i'm not good enough some of that results in lack of self-love but also it is just a matter of just knowing who you are and that is allowing the others the people outside of your community outside of your culture um to be able to get to you because i feel like with this self-love you build which honestly i think that you know building a barrier is not always good but it's not always bad and so i feel like in this place it's not bad because i feel like you build this love barrier that is like people say you're ugly you're this you're that you're the third and, da, 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 da. and it's like but you don't allow it to hurt you it literally hits you but it ricochets right off your skin like if it's bulletproof and that's what i need people in my community to know especially i need like i want to say especially for the woman to keep like you know respect for yourselves but for me also the men because the men they're the ones that are hurting a lot as well but i'm just like but they they choose to just shadow it to cover it to hide it throw muscles and dirt and blood and all this stuff or it's like you don't got to do all that being vulnerable does not mean you're weak being vulnerable does not mean that you are lesser than that just means that you're strong because you are allowing yourself to be seen in this light so that you can be a living breathing testimony for other people and i feel like that in itself is the message that just goes beyond this self-explanatory i don't even need to say anything yeah and for this first podcast we're gonna come to a closing because i actually went over the time that i was supposed to go to do but it's all right and it's okay but with everyone in my at the end of every one of my episodes, I always want to leave with the inspirational quote or some type of quote from a black philosophist. Philanthropist. Philosophist. I don't know why I couldn't get that out. I was like, uh. anyway, my quote of the day today, in light of everything that's going on, I feel like this is a great quote, and it's. You cannot separate peace from freedom because no one can be at peace until he has his freedom. And that is from Malcolm X. I feel like that is a great quote to end things on this week. And until next time, I'll see you guys.